Yo, what are you doing right now? We are going to get real about men's issues, who Jesus is, and who we are as men in Christ. We're going to hear Trey, Jeremy, Michael, and Brad break it down. These guys call themselves the Cussing Christians. All right, guys, what is going on? We're going to do we're gonna do golf and then we're gonna go to Typhoon Lagoon. Ooh, it's gonna be our weekend. You're going to the Typhoon parks. Lagoon's good, dude. What's Typhoon Lagoon? Mm-hmm. That's Disney's, the water park. Disney's water park. They got the best the best wave pool in Florida, man. Is it like a six foot wave? Yeah, sure, but the wave's good. <laughs> the wave is good. <laughs> and you can ride. Years ago, man, I figured it out where I could time it and I could stroke so hard that I would I would catch the wave and I'd ride it in. Really? Of course, there's all these people with their floaties and I'm just. I was gonna say you're people. brave, man. That's like was going great. through a minefield of yeah. heads. Yeah, I did hit one guy that was bigger than me, and it stopped me like dead. And I just, <laughs> I just went under the water and came up, and he was laughing. I was laughing. I was like, "All right, man, it's all good." Dude, Hunter will stay out there all day. Yeah, I let him. He loves did you it. Say, see today's Bible verse. It's like, "Give us this day our daily bread." Yeah. That's all it is. What is that? What did, what I don't know. What what, what's the rest of the chapter? Say? <laughs> That's it. I don't know. You got to read it on your own. But, but you said that every day in church your whole life. Yeah, it's part of the Lord's prayer. I know that, but it's just, it's like, I don't know, it's kind of wimpy. <laughs> All right, well, well. Or maybe you can interpret it, give me what I need today. Give me what I need yeah. today. Maybe you need something here in a couple hours. Give me what I want or give me what I need. What you need. What you need. need. That's right. And you get what you get and you don't bitch about it, right? Like like the Israelites did. When the manna, we want meat. When the manna came, we want meat. We want, we want meat. meat. I'd like I mean, to get what I want, but. Yeah. yeah. You ever yeah. had quail? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it good? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think manna was? I, okay, that's a great one. What was manna? It's like baklava. It's baklava? Like a, yeah, it's like, like a honey, little thin wafer, oh, some honey. With, yeah. with the icing that's, on that's it? Baklava. <laughs> Dude, that's good stuff. I, I don't, I, I've got pictured manna like, uh, like meringue. It's like whipped. Hmm. Really? Like, but, but, thought, but it says it's like a wafer. There's not like a like, yeah. I thought like man, it was like the wafers we got in in uh, the Catholic Church. They called it That's the host. The little and they melted really quickly when you put them on yeah. your tongue. Mm-hmm. And I when just, I was serving, I'd have to do six o'clock mass, and I was freaking famished, man. <laughs> so we'd have to fill the chalice full of these hosts before we put them out into the into the altar. I just mouthful of man. Nice. I was eating hosts like crazy Can in we the morning. Peanut butter or anything? I wish I had peanut butter, but it was like eating as many hosts as I could. <laughs> One definition of manna says that it is bread of heaven, corn of heaven, angels' food, and spiritual meat. Okay, and the, the corn other thing, of heaven. I, yeah. <laughs> I saw I saw a meme sure yesterday. I, I sent this to a couple of people, but uh, a Texans nightmare. Yeah, they go up and uh, they have a sign that says "out of queso and out of Dr Pepper." Yep. yep. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I said that's it, how it's going to be in the end times. You get, that's the way it's going to be no in the queso end times. Or Dr. Pepper. Queso, like, queso or Dr Pepper. I don't want to be here anymore. Like, that happens. <laughs> oh man. So you think? Okay, manna was like a wafer. I just had it in my mind it was like coming down in globs, like angel food cake, just kind of just sitting there and and. Nah. And you said meringue? one of the definitions: angel food. That's nasty. Meringue sitting on the ground. Yeah. What? Speaking of flying, which we weren't, have you seen the stuff that they collect from people before they get on board? TSA collects water. No, not, uh, flipping. I saw a machete. They got it in a case. It oh, says, oh, you can't okay. take this stuff on. But there was a uh, a uh, leaf blower. 
They what? have a freaking leaf blower in that kit. Can't take a leaf blower on with you. I don't you. know why. You take a leaf blower on a plane. <laughs> so whether it's a machete stupid. this long. You, you just got to think, like, how stupid do you have to be to I know. think you can bring a machete in? Yeah. Like, <laughs> or a leaf blower. Or, what, what, the, what purpose would a leaf blower do you? Would yeah, you I don't carry know. that through an airport? What vacation are you taking where you need a leaf blower anyways? <laughs> Job interview? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I know guys that um like that traveled for work that worked on like CNC machines and stuff. Yeah, and they'll put all their stuff under the plane. Like they, they take their tools with them. Mm-hmm. You know, you but, can't take tools on a carry on can you? You can put you can check but them. But they, you that's check what I'm saying. Them. They okay. would check them. So I mean, that's the only thing I could think of. Is somebody's like, well, I want to you know I don't want to check my leaf blower. <laughs> I got a, I got a story when uh, when we were flying my mom down here. You know, after she's diagnosed with Alzheimer's and and. The guy opens it up and he goes, "Excuse me, whose bag is this?" And I went, "Oh boy, that's my mom." So mom walks up, she's sitting there, and I'm behind her. I'm trying to give the guy the the signal of, "Hey, my mom's got Alzheimer's," you know, mm. you know. But he just wasn't buying it, and he pull, he opens up, pulls it out, and goes, "Ma'am, what do you do with this?" And it was one of those Chinese stars that you throw. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. yeah you know those. <laughs> and I'm like. And I Why knew, is that in there? I knew who's. It was my brother's when he was young. He got oh. one. He got into that kind of stuff. He Martial go, arts. Yeah. He'd go in the backyard and had a target on the fence mm-hmm. and throw. I mean, it's a lethal weapon, right? Sure. And my mom in her Alzheimer's state said, well, that's a gift from my church. It's uh, part. It's part of the cross that I had, and there was a cross on it. And and she starved. She came up with a total BS line as an <laughs> Alzheimer's patient. And the guy just looks at her, and he looks at me, and I just went, "Yeah, m- mom's got Alzheimer's, and we're we're getting her back to so she can come live with us." And he goes, he puts it back in the purse. Says, Y'all go ahead. Wow, wow. So TSA allowed that thing to go through. That was tw- eight, seven or eight years ago. Hmm. She's a ninja, man. My mom yeah. was a ninja. I went through a phase like that when I was in eighth grade when I had two or three of those little Chinese mm. throwing stars and I had one in my wallet and we'd go around church and we'd throw it, we'd stick it in the wall at church. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, they, I was there too much. That man. was your delinquent oh, stage? Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh. We had a good time with that. We're talking about how, how culture has distorted so many things in Christianity. And it just keep lit. And I don't, I, we made a vow. We weren't really weren't going to get real political, but. But <laughs> here we go, and the editing starts. No, no. But just in an, in general, what do we as Christians do when politics totally goes against what's written in this book and what we believe? And let me cascade here. And what do we do when we look at a politician that Satan is so pro? anti-christian things and are we vocal do we go is the answer to go on facebook and complain about this guy and call him out then i'm i'm talking about a couple of the hot point issues you know it's abortion mm-hmm. it's you know the acceptance and uh, of lgbtq you know, you know black lives matter I mean, and and we're going to get fu- we're going to get just fired at for all these but i'm just saying if it goes, if what their belief is goes against what we believe, and they're in office and they're in power, what lessons from the Bible can we take from Jesus and apply today in how we handle it? Does that make make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I looked up some stats from Pew Research this morning, just about this exact subject, pew, pew. and they gave the top ten. There's a ten. They have a top ten list, 
It says nearly three-quarters of Americans um, say religion should be kept out of the government policies. Mm -hmm. So 73% say keep the government out. It says that um, the Johnson Amendment limits political activity by religious organizations, and most Americans, 70%, want churches and other houses of worship to stay out of politics. Mm -hmm. The Supreme Court ruled in 1962 that it is unconstitutional for a teacher to lead a class in prayer at a public school. But three in 10 U.S. adults said in March of 2021 that public school educators should be allowed to do this. 33%. 33%. Hmm. Um, hmm. Americans are divided on whether local governments should be um, allowed to put religious symbols on public property. Mm -hmm. It says only 39% say that that should be allowed. Mm -hmm. um, while the U.S. Constitution does not mention God, nearly all states' constitutions reference either God or the divine. According to 2017 uh, an, uh, analysis, God also appears in the Declaration of Independence, the Pledge of Allegiance, and the U.S. currency. Yeah. Um, oh, the U.S. Constitution doesn't mention God? The U.S. Constitution does not mention God. You're thinking of the Declaration of You're Independence. The Declaration okay, of Independence, the Declaration of Independence does. Yeah. Right, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Christmas Day is the only federal holiday that also is a religious holiday, although many Americans view Christian as a cultural holiday. Interesting. Yep. It doesn't give a, a percentage, but uh, almost all U.S. presidents, including, including Joe Biden, have been Christians. <laughs> Sorry. Congress has always been um, overwhelmingly Christian, and roughly 9 in 10 representatives, 88% in the current Congress, including 99% of Republicans and 78% of Democrats, identify as Christians. Wow. Um, the Constitution guarantees that religion can never be required for holding public office, but most Americans don't know this. And then the number 10, Americans are divided on the extent of which the country's laws should be reflecting of the Bible teachings. Roughly half of adults say the Bible should influence U.S. laws either a great deal. Uh, let's see. I'm sorry. Should. Yeah. So um, only 26% or more say the Bible should actually be in the law. Well, guess what? Most, most of our laws and things are already based on the Bible. The things, the good things, maybe people don't know it. Maybe they don't identify it. But, but so much of our culture and system is set up on biblical principles mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's like what other religion what what would our society look like if it was based on other religions mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think it would look very different and mm -hmm. i don't think a lot of people would like it mm -hmm. sharia law oh yeah was, yeah that's one of them well, yeah. yeah no i mean it, it, it's funny because like when we talk about like you know what your reference point is for good and evil right like the Bible defines it for you, it gives you 613 reasons of what to not to do to stay good, right? Um, so we, our laws tend to follow that, but people don't realize that that's what God gave us right, to say right. this is your reference point for good and bad. Killing is bad. Yeah, why, why is I murder mean, against the law? And how much are we as Christians sheep in being led by what's happening in our government? We all agree the corruption that's in our government today, or see it in some form or manner, or we see a and I'm not talking about our current president, our past presidents, or, or whatever, but you see him that you just read it. He's a Christian, but he supports abortion. Where, where does that – how does that line up? And then what's our responsibility moving forward to help, number one, pull together and help people see the light, or will they not? Are there, are there scales on their eyes? Are their ears plugged up? What – it's all here, but, you know, Jesus said let's let, – let what Caesars be mm -hmm. Caesars, right? Right. So do we let what is our United States government 
be the United States government and continue on in our walk as Christians without being vocal or trying to convince others of uh, things that go against Christ or go against this book. That passage is interesting because Jesus didn't, when they were asking him about, you know, should we pay taxes to Caesar, he didn't say, you know what, we need to change the tax laws, like the taxes are too much. He didn't go that route. He just said, just give give to Caesar what is his, you know, right. the, the earthly the money, but give yeah. to God what is God's, which is like much greater. It's almost like mm-hmm. he was concerned about what was greater because he knew what was more important mm-hmm. so it's almost like okay well caesar you know give him this maybe it'll it'll shut him up for a and while that's the exact attitude that he had was like yeah, whatever right it was almost dismissive yeah exactly think about jesus's um discussion with pontius pilate right mm-hmm. and if you're a king, I mean, he said, you have no power over me because the power – you have no power. The power was given to you by, by God. my father. Right. Yeah, by my father. And imagine us having that conversation with our president or, <laughs> or you know, or, or someone else. I mean, Jesus was – he was firm with that. Mm-hmm. And then he was very firm with the politics of being with the religious elite, the, the Jewish religious elite, the, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and, and always using the law to challenge them. Uh, and and their their legalistic ways and and things. So, what lessons can we get from from what Jesus did to help us navigate the political climate today? Other than just saying, just give it to him, because Jesus looked right. at Pontius Pilate and said, "No, you have I no mean, power. Look, you have no power." Look at there's politics in in every country, and you've got people that are being martyred for their beliefs, and they take the same attitude that jesus did is like you have no power that isn't given to you by my father in heaven and that's basically as a as a believer that's so ingrained in our spirits it's like go ahead and do what you got to do you know it's like because i know where i'm going i'm confident in fact that i'm a believer and i know where i'm going and i'm going to be with the father in eternity and it's like there is no power that you have that isn't given to you by my father and and as believers what's nice is the comfort of that is knowing no matter what happens we're going to be with him in eternity and i think jesus was the same way it's like i've got a plan here that's gonna you know that i'm gonna have to die on this cross and shed my blood the shedding of blood is what's going to create this salvation for millions and millions of people and it's like do what you got to do i know because I'm God, I know what you're going to do. I know what you're going to say. I know what the final outcome is going to be. Go for it, bro. You know. Yeah, I know this country is going to be ripped apart through through the dividing line of culture, and people are going to turn from me. But that's what's going to have to take course, right? Well, so let me ask you guys this: So elections coming up, primaries are coming up. Yeah, they're, they're, we, we're six months away from the first primary. Yep, we get to take a vote. Is it a sin to vote in a certain way? Oh, my gosh. Hmm. Man, you're opening <laughs> up a can of worms. Let, 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 let's back up just a little bit, all okay. right? So let's say, how do you vote? Do you vote based on what you feel is who's going to best uh, be the persona of what's happening here in the Bible? Or who's going to get this country moving forward and get us out of the economic mess? What 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 does that look like? And then when you – if if your heart is hitting you and you know you're voting against what's here, mm-hmm. then your question pops in. I guess what what's your motivation for voting? Is it because you want your side to win, or is it because you're you're voting for the candidate who's going to uphold 
the most righteous values. Yeah. I mean, I think there are some people who, who believe in the Bible, but they would vote for somebody who they think has a better chance of winning. Right. So well, I don't know, man. Let's it's, look it's, at the, the D party, the Democrat party. They're not the same party that my mom and dad oh, my. Uh, believed in back in the day, yeah. the working man. And, and it's uh, – Kennedy would have been considered a conservative in this day and age. You're right. Yeah. So um, they have gone so far to the left that – with the whole agenda that they're pushing now and people are, are pushing back and it's i don't know what's going to happen but you know there's there's that scripture that says to be in the world but not of the world in, yep and we live in the world and, and what gets passed in in washington affects our daily lives so but do we get so caught up in the politics of things that um i don't anymore i, I there was a point man it was like Fox News junkie, blah, blah. I just I can't do it anymore. I can't watch it anymore because it is uh, the media is so skewed and so evil. There is no reporting of the news anymore. It's it's an agenda, mm-hmm. and so I don't even watch it anymore. And I and I've come to the point where it's like, you know, his will will be done. Yeah, got a point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if you see, there's a third party emerging right now. And uh, have you seen that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the name of it? Um, I'm blanking right now. But there's, it's like it's literally for that purpose because they, what both sides have figured out is that there's not a candidate that everybody really likes. But one of the reasons they're doing it is because they know that it'll draw enough votes that where it also could help one particular, one particular side or okay. the other win. Hmm. So it's it's interesting. So when you say the question, the like Ross the, Perot effect, yeah, yeah. yeah. actually that's exactly Perot. it. And they yeah. and they're yet to name the candidate. And basically, what they're saying, is, if I remember the news correctly, was they they think they can pull enough votes away from Trump to where the other side could win. Hmm. All the manipulation, man, or something like that. Everybody that's right. Yeah. It's pure evil. I'm sorry, it is. It it is. It's just pure evil. What what's going on in this day and age? And we're at 247 years as a nation, mm-hmm. and you've said it before, Rome was, what, 250 years old? So, I mean, no, most Rome major- was like 1,100, but the average empire yeah. in the world lasted about 250 years. Right. We're able to, to create legislation that is stopping some of the evil, but it, it, it's, it falls on us. It doesn't fall on politicians, because I get to Washington, and it's all BS anyway on both sides of the aisle. That's the way I feel oh, yeah. right now. Um, you know, promise what you're going to promise, and then when I get to Washington, because of all the money that's involved in politics, mm-hmm. and that should be taken away, I believe. You know, the average, uh, you know, back in the day when when you were a representative, you represented a particular. These guys were like farmers, and mm-hmm. and they didn't. There was no millions of dollars involved for the. And it's I'm so sick of it. That's why I don't watch anymore. I can't. Oh yeah, we well, see like what the net worth of a president is before and yeah. then once they leave office. Yeah, same with Congress. Congress, yeah. Like, yeah. how it just like bolsters up there right. because to me, pride and money are at the root exactly. of most evil. Mm-hmm. I mean, so. So as, as Christians, do we have a responsibility to pay attention to what's going on politically so that we can Yeah, do we, speak do out we put our it? heads in the sand and say, I'm just not going to focus on that, I'm just going to focus? Well, because I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Michael. There, there are times where I will get sucked into that hole where I'm, where I'm reading stuff, mm-hmm. and I, I start getting more upset. And at some point, it's like, this isn't beneficial anymore. Right. At some point, it's like, i got to stop this so that I can be a productive human being instead of being upset about every little right or left thing that happens. So I don't know where the line is, but there I th- feel like there's a line somewhere that we should be aware of what's happening because there's an assault on truth, and at some point 
we have to know what's going on so we can say that's not right like right. i know i know what they're saying and this isn't right and you have to stand up for truth but and at it, the same time you don't you don't want to get to where you're just bogged down in it and you're angry and sad all the time and but, i and i vote that's all i can do mm-hmm. that's all i can do is vote and from there on i can't i can't get involved in all the the day-to-day garbage because nobody gets punished dude you know, and it's like on whatever, and I know they will eventually because you can't keep doing these things and not suffer the consequences of the behavior. But something in in Washington turns people to it's it's power, it's pure power, right? And and it's like they thrive on that. They it's like an amoeba, man. It just grows, and they continue to just want more and more and more and they could give a rat's ass about the american public and that's that's where i'm at right now yeah mm. yeah they're just trying to stay in power exactly you know? and, and i've worked under managers and people who didn't have any personal conviction they just did what they thought w- the people above them would approve of right and and we all saw through it and it yeah. was just like how do you respect somebody like right. that and i think that's what a lot of politicians do it's not personal conviction or what they think is best it's what's going to keep me in office the longest Man, there's so many that you see uh, the uh, the the one that is passion and on a mission to make change goes in there to the hill and then 10 years later they look at you and they've turned into mm-hmm. the power they said i went in with this in mind and i came out thinking oh my gosh i didn't get anything done it was just all about something else it wasn't about it wasn't about you know prolonging our country in the american right. way it was about what I could get from my little stake of land and how much money I could make to right. move up. You know, you're talking about something else, too. I mean, you're sitting there and you're saying – you're scrolling through the news feeds, right? And and I go through purposely through my little news feed <laughs> on my phone, and I say, I don't want to see that anymore. Right. I don't want to see this anymore. They still keep popping up. But I've got a, a person who is a – I say he's an acquaintance, not a good friend, but mm-hmm. we're very friendly to each other. He – he professes that he's a Christian, and I watch what he puts on the social media stuff. I think it's about where you get your info and how oh, sure. social media is training us mm-hmm. because this guy, I know what church he goes to. I see him every week eating breakfast after mm-hmm. church, yet he is spewing the stuff back at me without even knowing it based on – the the information he gets in from whatever news right. fires at him, and that's and you know we're we're getting divided from the inside by powers to be to create division as far as I'm concerned and mm. uh, you know for everything I read, a friend of mine that might lean a little bit the other way is getting fed information just to support his belief. Right. Well, think about deception and confusion is the tool of the devil. Yeah, right? big time. So, I mean, if he can confuse you and get you to think outside of what this book says at its root core, you know, and has you thinking that it's not what it says, right? Then, of course, you're going to take that into a political stance. You'll take it in any stance, right? Mm -hmm. So, and if he can get Christians to fight amongst Christians, like, here we go. And let's watch the church tear itself apart from within, you know? Um, And it is. We're talking about the Lutheran Sparkle Creed. It's like, okay. Well, let's be clear. It was one church it was that way, happened yeah, to be Lutheran. The Lutheran right. church hates this because that's the way the media works is, wow, this is a Lutheran thing. Uh-huh. It's, yeah. It was one, one, off, church. It was one right. church, but yeah. the damage is done. Right. And yeah. for the other side, they're going, yes, the whole Lutheran church is on uh-huh. board with the Sparkle Creed. Mm-hmm. 
right? Well, of course, yeah. Well, and now we have two very large churches that have left the Southern Baptist Convention. Elevation's one of them yeah. because they allow women to preach. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, is it Mike Warren out of California? Rick Warren. Rick, Rick Warren, Warren yeah. the purpose-driven life. Yeah, yeah, because of the same thing. It's yeah. like, um, well, I think as Christians, we feel like anytime we see something that, that we don't agree with, we, we feel the need to speak out. But like on social media, because I do have some friends and former coworkers that post very um, aggressive things that I disagree with. I know. But more often than not, I feel like the Spirit's saying, don't engage. Like, don't get bogged down mm-hmm. in, in fighting with them over this because it's, it's pointless. And there are scriptures that talk about don't, um, don't get involved with useless disagreements mm-hmm. and arguments mm-hmm. and things like that. So we have to know when, when, when is it worth it to speak up and when is yeah. it not. Um, yeah, I, had, I had dinner. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was going to say, it's just interesting because like, I consider myself like a true conservative, not politically a conservative a true conservative like i don't think the laws should dictate how i live my life i think every, unless i'm going to harm you right the law shouldn't dictate what i do right but then when i think about it i'm like well wait a second then there's this, this thing abortion right so the political side of me would tell you yeah fine whatever like you know just my instinct is to not start having laws dictate what I, people can do but then my spiritual side is like hey idiot like if you allow this to happen like we're talking late-term abortions like these are babies that right. are viable you know that we're killing like they're crying as they kill them in the in the room you right. know this type of thing and so then i end up kind of finding myself conflicted on my my views at that point you know mm-hmm. what i mean it, that's a struggle for me because mm-hmm. i truly feel that, that i don't like the government in my business sure i had um, when well, you were in politics for a little while right yeah i ran yeah, for office right. oh wow in a very very democrat and i got more votes than any republican ever did in this particular so anyway, yeah, it uh and I had some information on my candidate that was damning and I didn't use it. I'm not going to destroy a man. Yeah. I've got an example of a local friend that's in politics that's um the other side is using some information against him that's not true and it's just mm. see a Christian man that loves the Lord so much and serves so much it it breaks your heart. You know, one thing I I was having dinner with a friend of mine last night who you know, he he is a sweetheart of a guy. He is, you know, by the word, born again. He's part of one of my small groups, and his, uh, I guess, his sister and his sisters and brother are on the other side politically from him. And getting to your point of not engaging, mm-hmm. he doesn't engage because these brother and two sisters they are the sweetest people when you're sitting around eating dinner with them and everything else but they're the ones that on get to social media they turn into monsters right <laughs> sure and you just you, you social know, media activists yeah it's yeah. crazy what what they do and it's just that's another thing it's just a tool to divide and they're they're here politically they're here spiritually mm-hmm. and don't engage because there's someone waiting for you to engage and they're probably more prepared than you are sure to try to debunk your well and, and that's the thing it's like how much time do you spend researching your point so, so that you can have a good online debate with somebody it's like is that really productive is that how you want to spend your time yeah so so we're not saying you know put your head in the sand because i think no like real conversations with real people that you're you're sitting across the table from you may want to you may want to you know debate some ideas but online i just think online is, oh. it's not productive you can hide behind it's a waste it's of like time. anything online it's just, it's and there's people that are that do that for a living that are sitting in a basement to destroy and to 
put stuff out on social media, and that's what their job is, yep. you know. And it, you know that as well as anybody. Mm-hmm. And um, I just I, I don't anymore because um, it was getting to the point where I was getting heated, sure. and so I don't, I don't go there anymore. It, it's, it's funny. I've seen some of these debates go back and forth, and people in the comments will literally they'll they'll put like a a, a gif of some guy just eating popcorn, just watching. Cause yeah, it's entertainment. It's <laughs> like WWE, right? Yeah. And and th- nobody cares who wins. They just want to see people duke it out. It's, it's good TV. Yeah, it's entertainment. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Well, it all comes down to what it, does it line up with the word? And I, th- I think truly, like my when I think about like the politicians, like what a, I don't know who would want that job. First of all, like I have no interest in being in a public office at any point in time. Like just. Mm-mm. Good for you, Michael. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you tried it. It was a sobering deal. Oh, it was all about raising money. Yeah. And who had more signs and where you're placing. And this guy was taking my signs down. Hmm. Which that's tampering, right? Yeah. But it's like, whatever, yeah. dude. Well, I guess where I was headed with it, though, is like I truly feel like on the other side, and there's people that may be listening to this that are liberal, and, I, and listen, I'm not I'm not telling you how to where to sit, right? I, I really don't care. But, um, you know, it's one of those things where it's like I think that a lot of times they think they're doing the right things, and what's the saying? Like the path to heavens or path to hell's paved with good, paved intentions. With good intentions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like for me, when I vote, I'm going to vote against things that are glaring issues, right? But unfortunately, both sides have things that are not okay. Right. You know exactly. I mean? It's not like you can pick one. Oh, yeah, the Republicans, they follow the word. No, they don't, actually. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And the Democrats on that side. So you end up picking the lesser of two evils or whatever sin you think is you know, not as big a deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that, that's where we've come in the, in the election process now is what's the less – Right. What's going to do the less damage, or what you know? And, and mm-hmm. I'm going to put a checklist of my key topics on a candidate, and I've got ten key things. And okay, he takes care of seven of them, but there's still those other three. Mm-hmm. And and uh, you know, that's kind of that's kind of how I go through mm-hmm. it. So, how do you go about, or in any of us, how do we go about when there's another Christian next to us and we're in dis total disagreement? I know you had a situation. Uh, Within the past few months of mm-hmm. of uh, a disagreement about a Christian way of life or whatever mm-hmm. with a neighbor or somebody, yep. how, how do we go about addressing that civilly? Do we bring him in here and put him on, and let's just talk? Uh, you know, a bunch of guys, and want the fifth guy actually is different thought than we are, a different poli- political. Well, then then you turn into Fox News, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's, the five, they, the if, five. If you, you want to see Village. that, yeah, like just turn it on Fox, you yeah. know, or turn on CNN if you want to see it from the other side. I, I mean, I don't know. I think to Brad's point, you know, just uh, arguing with each other doesn't do any mm-hmm. good, right? The only thing I can do is say, "Hey, Trey, this is what this says." And you've professed you're a Christian, and at the end of the day, read this and tell me how it makes you feel, right? And if you're not convicted against it, then you know what? Like, I don't know why that is. The Spirit's just not talking to you, right? Yeah. So, Love the sin and hate the sinner. Yeah. And I'm getting to that point where... I mean, the other, other way. way. <laughs> what I just Love said. Love the sin and hate the sinner. That's my buddy. Yeah, that's, uh, Michael's running for office <laughs> There now. we go. That's a, that's a campaign <laughs> slogan. Vote for Michael. www.michaelthomasforgovernor.com. There you Love the sin hate the sinner. Somebody's going to have to replace the sin hate the sinner, baby. <laughs> 2024. It's not a... But you know, that's actually... But that's a really good example of what happens out there, right? Because that clip now exists, right? Exactly. Yeah. And somebody can take it completely out of context, just like people do in the Bible all the time. They grab a verse. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you forget the before where you're talking about everything except for that. And then the after, you're talking about everything except for that. But that one sentence now blows up. And that's that's what's wrong with the world, you know? 
hate the sin, love the sinner. Yeah. And that's what I do now. That's my philosophy now. I want everyone to feel and and just like God does, our Heavenly Father wants everybody to to be in eternity with Him. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want. I don't I don't see people um, black, white, whatever, gay, whatever. It doesn't matter to me anymore. It's no. all about where are you going, bro? Yeah. Where, yeah. Where's your soul at? I don't care about politics anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't care about this agenda, that agenda. It's all about person's heart, yeah. their soul, where they going. Mm-hmm. And if I can shed some light into that darkness, that's what I'm here for. Well, and at the end of the day, people, like, the whole point in Jesus dying on the cross, their past, present, and future is forgiven, right? Right. So, like, if, I mean, I'm going to sin before today's over. I guarantee it, right? I bet every person in this room will, too. I take comfort in a couple of things. And like you said, if we can have the discussion, I'm going to ask some questions. I'm not, I'm not going to say, don't you know? I'm just going to say, okay, how do you get to this? Because what I understand through, I don't know, I'm not sure how you get in there. Um, well, that's biblically accurate, right? If you watch what Jesus did, he didn't just come right. out and say, no, you're, you're an idiot. Right. He says, so what does the law say mm-hmm. about yeah. this? Mm. Well, I say that. Right. 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 And so it's, you're just, you're walking like Jesus. And, yeah. You know. So, you know, so this is how, so let's, let's figure out how you came to that. And, and I'm guilty of this too. Nine times out of 10, someone says, well, that's what I heard, or that's what I read, sure. or that's what my pastor said, right. or whatever. Uh, but at the same time, if you can just kind of create that conversation of, you know, politically, how do you come up with that you vote for a pro-abortion candidate? And you can have that discussion without, try, try without trying to be judgmental or threatening. Mm-hmm. And then you have to leave it at that. And, you know, it's like Jesus said, cast the nets. I'm going to sort them out later. Mm-hmm. Catch all the fish and I'll sort them out. Uh, there's a uh, and and there's a new favorite song of mine. I'm an Aaron Lewis guy. I love Aaron Lewis. Oh, music. from Stain. Yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be doing an acoustic show at the King Center. I uh, saw him there a, once. A few? Did you? Oh, it was awesome. But that one song, he said, you know, do what you got to do because everybody talks to God sooner or later. Everybody talks. Every to knee him. will bow and every tongue will confess and, that Jesus is Lord. Yeah, so, yeah. And so he's got some cool songs about That's about neat. the Christian walk. But everybody talks to God. So all right, not sure how you lean politically, um, but you can guess how we do. You can guess how we do, but at the same time, we want to have compassion for for those that don't believe the same way we do. And have these constructive conversations without a debate. And this is you can tell me why you believe something, and I'm going to ask you. Okay, you believe that. This is what I believe. Where where's the common ground? Well, the one thing we can all come to an agreement on is we're all going to be coming together, Democrats, Republicans. It's going to get ugly, man. It's going to be Catholics and Baptists and Lutherans in the same Mm. building, Methodists and Episcopals on September 9th. All of them are coming together under one roof. And we're going to raise hands and celebrate and worship with our buddies. That's great. Zach Williams coming to town for the Break the Change. That was a nice segue, dude. I know, man. I just took care of it. (laughs) Have you been on radio before? I know. I don't know. I'm always looking for that segue. uh, But uh, there's uh, officially 500 tickets left for the night. And um, Zach Williams and his team started their social media blitz yesterday. I saw it all over. Got the email from them. Uh, we got local Z eighty eight point three. Orlando, 
Uh, we got Space Coast Dailies come on board to help us out. We want to give a shout out to Grills Restaurant Chain here in Brevard County that are, have come to help gotta us out. Gotta love Joe. Gotta love Joe. Um, also, Pizza Gallery and Grill. Love Chris. Uh, amazing. We have the Long Doggers guys are going to be helping us out. Feed Zach's team. Love Jeff. Love Jeff. And uh, <laughs> who else can I hit? By the way, that was uh, one of the best church services ever to come out and have Long Doggers waiting on you. Oh, oh yeah. the, the hot dogs right, after? Yeah, before oh, the 4th of July. That was awesome. Yeah. So, uh, if you're in Brevard County, you got to check out Grills Riverside or the Port. You got to check out Pizza Gallery and Grill in 28 North uh, with our buddy Chris Canine over. Chris in, Morales, the chef's there. Chris yeah, Morales, have you been there since he's been? Yes, I have, bro. dude. He's bringing it. Chris is. <laughs> but anyway, we have all these Christian community uh, businesses that are coming together to help us bring Zach Williams here. And it's less than two months away, mm. and it's going to be a great night. We're finishing the video work up for it now, and we just want you to join us. So go to kingcenter.com, click on it, get your seats. There's about 500 left, and uh, by the, ra- the 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 history of the of the tickets being sold, if we maintain what we're doing now, we're going to be sold out probably in about four weeks. So um, awesome. that'll be cool. And we'll all be there and celebrate. So all mm-hmm. of us under one roof, cats, dogs, Democrats, Republicans. That's right, baby. Uh, the world, it's, it's apocalyptic what's going to happen with everybody under one roof worshiping one God with one amazing storyteller. Uh, with a testimony that that is what Impact Ministries is. If you want to know what Impact Ministries is about, go to impactministries.org and check us out, and you can join us in discovering grace one man at a time. So with that said, I'm Trey. I'm Michael. I'm Brad. I'm Jeremy. We are the Cussing Christians. I was in uh, Embassy Suites in California, and an old guy in a wheelchair was checking in, and he noticed, uh, he said, oh, man, I love the back of that shirt. Discovering grace one man at a time. That's it. Yeah, that's cool. And I had a—I'll tell you off air because I don't want to. Did you tell him that you hate sinners and that you love sin? I asked him if he was a Democrat or Republican first. <laughs> We're out with that one. Don't cast judgment. <laughs> no, no judgment. We love all. Anyway.